You're listening to the highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Andy Chang and Matthew Chong. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Sydney. You know, my parents had a Taiwanese restaurant, so you know, growing up, I think they wanted me to have a normal job, and I just really didn't get the marks to go to university.、Uh, I was too busy watching movies, and I think, yeah, at that point, I think they they gave up on me, and then my dad was like, "Why don't you just go to film school?" Which I didn't know that I could do. And then yeah, going to film school and obviously doing something you care about, then you don't even think of it as work. And I was born in Taiwan, grew up between Taiwan and Canada, Toronto. And I think you know, in one of the long winters there, I started making stop motion with with Lego with my friend like, in his attic full of Lego sets, and we had fun. And back in time, was I majored in economics? I guess I was a little bit bored and. Started making films again with friends and tried everything with you know shorts, music videos, commercials, and I came to the the U.S. for for film school, for grad school, and yeah, it all started from there. Well, it's interesting. It always is interesting the way you. A lot of people don't, you know, they love movies when they're growing up, but they don't even realize that there is a job, maybe vaguely, a, a cinematographer.、Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right.、Um, and then I guess once you start being exposed to it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, it is kind of just like another job that you have to put in the work and learn the craft, and it takes time to build that. And also, yeah, it's obviously yeah quite different <laughs> as well than normal. Well, I think you know our the jobs are blurred a little bit more since you know there's. Justin Chong, directors is also the the lead actor and the director and the writer, and you know, having both Matt and I, we were able to you know keep it pretty fluid and and you know drawing from our past experiences. I guess um you know like I grew up in Australia, you know Sydney and in Melbourne, and then I've been in the US for the last four and a half years or so, and you know to me I guess. Growing up in Australia, like Australia, could be a pretty racist place, but it's kind of what I was just used to, you know. And then I thought, what was interesting is when I was obviously making films in Australia, I wasn't, you know, there's no Asian, there's not really many <laughs> stories about people who look like me in Australia. So I was just making films. How do I be、uh, invisible in a way, like to transcend whatever I'm shooting? And it wasn't until I came to the U.S. where, which is pretty funny, Anti, because I went to a Asian Asian Pacific film festival in L.A. like the, my second week here, and then they were showing Gook, and、uh, I actually didn't even see the film, but I was speaking to some of the people at the festival, and then they mentioned Justin and and Gook, and then they were like, "Oh, what's it like to be an Asian filmmaker?" And at that point, I thought I was like, "Oh, no, no one's ever asked me that because I've never thought of myself as an Asian filmmaker." And it wasn't really until that conversation, I guess, you know, hearing about Justin and Goog and your work, Anthony, and then obviously coming on Blue Bayou, where it was the 
first time I really had to like think about oh, I, who, me being Asian and in my experiences, how does that relate to what we're telling with this film here? And then obviously Justin could see some parallels. You know, it might not be something that you can touch upon specifically, but there's obviously quite a lot of your own personal experiences can shape your work or your approach or your perspective on, on a film. And yeah, to be honest, this was the first time. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I think the uh, I was saying that you know the the search for for identity it's something you know I think everyone goes through and in their lives and might not have a there's a constantly evolving answer. I think that's you know all of us can can relate to you know the the sense of belonging or like what's home. You know, we with us being so far away from. Our families. The scene of Alicia singing was really memorable for me. That was probably like one of the very rare times that I cried during like operating the camera because it was just such a beautiful, powerful moment, you know, right there next to her. It was actually a really cold night. It was you know, deep into November, where it's freezing cold, everyone's in, but she has to still be in, like, in a summer dress, and, you know, I just, and it was, her, her performance is so moving and beautiful that, you know, my eyepiece started fogging up and I couldn't see anything, but <laughs> I don't think anyone knew that. Justin really put the emphasis on, and since we're setting and filming a movie in, in New Orleans, he wanted us to spend a lot of time in the area just to, you know, getting to know the people, the the city, and just taking it in and, and you know, treating, treating it with uh, respect. I think we, we had a pretty international cast and crew also working with the, you know, the um, Alicia Lindin from Sweden and, and France, and Marcus from Canada, and Janine Bo is from Korea, Elder Reynolds from Hawaii, and you know Justin and Eunice, our costume design from from LA. So so yeah, I think in a way, you know, all of us brought a little bit of our upbringings and and culture to to the table. And and what was it like also working with uh, the very talented uh, Sydney Kowalski? Uh, and 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 uncovering her uh, this new voice. I mean, Sydney's really incredible. I mean, she came in like an open casting that you know, like um, at a time where yeah, uh, Justin and I were going to doing casting in New Orleans, and then um, she came down from Atlanta, which is like six hours away from memory that she had to drive, and then you know, obviously we we uh, looked at quite a few young girls with a you know like a certain southern accent and you know sydney had like a maturity to her that you know she's had so much going on for for us just creating on set you know uh, just a comfortable environment for for them and you know especially thing with younger actors we found out like their first take it's always the the most natural raw take and and we would just get ready and not rehearsing at all well basically we shoot go straight into you know mm-hmm. take one and we found that like you know get to know each other and know their preferences and you know how to 
keep them in the zone. And I think it's also for, for Justin because he was directing in the middle of a scene through his acting. So that was something to watch. You know, he, he would just change his performance to, to get a certain reaction that, that he was looking for. Like, and he, he could sense where the camera was pointing at and having, having the previous experience on Google definitely helped. You know, the, the more t- more films we do or the more experiences we have, we always have to reflect on certain things. And, you know, yeah. like, I, why did I choose that over this? And why did I make that creative choice? And, you know, why did we go this direction? And, you know, at the same time, a lot of it is based on instinct and feeling and then building the confidence to have that, to go one way and then, you know, to make choices because that's what kind of what we do all the time is make choices. And I think Andy also mentioned that to not overthink a lot of things as well because you can talk yourself out of you know or you can't overthink it and then once again it's just like basically coming down to what feels genuine and what feels real and a lot of that is just like being present with yourself being present with who you who the people that you are with uh, and to be open and to not second guess yourself i think is a big 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 thing it's not talk yourself out a little uh, a lot of things and i know justin he, he thinks about this and probably thinks about it way too much in pre-production. But he also, when it comes down to the moment, he's super free and he's, you know, like that's why his films have the, the, the beats that it has is because he's not afraid to go a certain direction at certain times. And even times where like Auntie and I are like, oh, okay, isn't that a bit too much? Or maybe that's a bit, you know, but that's Justin and his personality and you have to embrace that in a filmmaker. You know, I think a lot of people are too afraid to fail uh, or they don't make that choice to, to put themselves out there is because they're afraid of being rejected or they're afraid of dealing with embarrassment and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think part of growing is to go through certain experiences, certain hard experiences, and failure is not necessarily a bad thing, you know? So I think that would be my advice to a lot of people is, you know, just go with what you feel. And most of the time, if you approach it in a genuine kind of way, then I think you'll, 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 you'll make it work in some kind of way. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, that's not a bad thing either. At least you went through some some things and to learn i mean you know like for me like all my heroes or people that i've always admired they've always overcome something extremely difficult <laughs> you know the, the, that's a that's a definition of someone who you admire is someone who overcomes something <laughs> you know no one's admired for just being <laughs> smooth sailing or whatever and i think when you realize that you're like oh okay well then maybe i should s- start thinking about yeah being challenged and being daring and you know, if it's like anything worth doing is going to be extremely, extremely hard. What do you love about cinema that I guess, you know, it's a difficult road for people, you know, to, to, to commit to this. So you, what do you love about it? I, I love how it's like one of the few art forms that allows, you know, collaborations between a huge group of people. And especially if you think about it, a lot of art forms are really just solitary about like one single person and, and, and their their vision. And I think, you know, this like a, this to our movie, it's you know, it's the result of hundreds of people putting in 
thousands of hours of work all condensed in in two hours. And I think also, you know, from the perspective of the audience, you get to sit in in the cinema, you know, being like completely focused on one thing for for two hours. That's really rare in, in the modern society. And that's what I love the most about it. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.